Thanks for tuning in to Luminary Sounds. It's your musical artist, Junior Leto. It's your musical enthusiast, Francois the Great. And creative fanatic, K. Don't Play. And we have the one and only, as soon as it connects, tick, 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 boom! Mia Sarah is in the building! Hi, guys. Sorry. What's up, Mia Sarah? Hey. Hi. You look great. Thank you. I appreciate it. Well, let's, let's, Francois, I, I have so much to say. Start it off. Start it off. Well, you know, first of all, thanks for joining us today. Don't worry about the connection problems. That's okay. Um, we're just excited to have you. Yes, and um, <laughs> we're happy to know that you have a new song, 405, that is going to be coming out here on the 24th. Talk to us about that. How do you feel? Yeah, how do you feel? I'm so excited. I feel like it's been a long time coming. It's been a minute since I put out my last record, or first record, I should say, California Dreamers. So 405 has a new vibe, and it's like, you know, it's me at, at the age that I'm at now, and I'm just really, really excited uh, to kind of show people who I am. What's the new vibe? Talk to us about the new vibe. Uh, 405 is more of like a night drive. Like it's more of an electronic indie pop vibe, which is like the type of music that I listen to. So mm -hmm. it was really cool to be able to tap into something different than what I did with California Dreamer. Perfect. Well, um, if you don't mind, I'm just gonna play a little snippet right here. <laughs> just a little bit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, y'all vibe with me just for a little bit. <laughs> the light is in the air. Let's go. I got the candle going. <laughs> okay, we could we could do this all day, but yeah. So we are gonna premiere the you know your your video for four hundred five. Now, it was a little bit the mature Mia Sarah, mm -hmm. and I appreciate that. It was you know. It, so why did you want to go from California Dreamer to the four hundred five? Like, what was the transition into that? Um, I think it was a natural transition. When I wrote 405, I was a little bit older. I wrote California Dreamer. I think I was, I believe I was like 19 mm. or so. I was still a teenager when I wrote California Dreamer. Um, and it was like my fun pop record. And uh, 405 just, I feel like the music just grows with me. So as I grow and as I mature, so does the music. So it's been really cool to like, you know, uh, express who I am now. So yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Now who's the producer on the album? On the album, it's actually me. I'm executive producing the album. <laughs> Congratulations. Okay, okay. I appreciate that. Yeah, so I um, I co-produced 405 with a producer called Michael Nockney. Um, and he's from, I believe he's from Poland. Um, but yeah, we sat in the studio and we did like a few sessions and built the track off of what I had because I had, um, I started off with it in a different key acoustically. It sounded completely different. Um, but I told him kind of what I wanted the vibe to be and I played him reference songs and we built the track off of uh, the idea that I had for the song. Wow, that's that's yeah. incredible. Nice. Yeah. So now the visuals for the music video, how did you smile real big about that? Like, how did that come about? What's that about? Oh my goodness! Putting together the ideas for the video, it was so much fun. We, uh, me and my director, we did like a mood board and we figured everything out. Um, I worked with a director and a cinematographer, a director called Tony Avea Janet, and then uh, my cinematographer, which is Craig Barker. 
Um, and I just knew like from the beginning of creating 405, I had a color palette in mind. It was always purple and blue and like a specific yeah. purple and a specific blue. And Nighttime. I it to, yeah. yeah, definitely. It's like a night drive feel. Um, exactly. So we had some different looks that we wanted to pull together and we put together put together all these mood boards and then me and my mom were like going to all these different stores like buying the looks we put everything together ourselves um and I worked with an amazing stylist um from this clothing brand or clothing store I should say called on cue style and she gave me some clothes to wear for the shoot so it was just like everything came together and I had an amazing team working with me on it so I'm just so excited to premiere it and for people to see you know we're working on it I'm, I'm so excited for people to see that's what, awesome uh, are you, ner you, are you nervous at all as far as like how people are going to take this song versus your first single that you put out um I think more than nervous I'm excited um, I think the maybe the nerves are more like if I'm playing a song for the first time live mm -hmm. but as far as like releasing something I feel like it's been a long time coming like I've been ready to release um, since I did California Dreamer so I'm just excited for people to hear a different side and like yeah. give people more music you know that's awesome so in addition to, in addition to 405 I know you were talking about you're working with the producer from Poland are we going to be seeing an album coming up here in fall, you know, end of the year? You know, can you give us some, <laughs> some secrets? <laughs> I can give you some secrets, yeah. So we're working on just singles right now. So we're okay. going to be doing um, singles at a time. I have another song that will be coming out shortly after 405. That's already, it's done. It needs to be mastered. It'll be mastered in a couple days. Um, so we're just going to be rolling out songs and see how it goes. I don't really want to put a date on an album because I'm not sure yet, but I do have like a team that I'm working with and we're trying to pump out as much music as we can right now. Okay, now let me ask you this, what's your um, expectations uh, for this track that's gonna be dropping soon versus, you know, California Dreamer? Like, what do you expect to happen after you drop this? Are you looking as an independent artist to, to get signed? Do you still wanna stay on that wave as an artist, independent artist? Like, what are your expectations after you drop this? Um, I would just like to reach a broader audience. I think my expectations are not that I would necessarily get signed right now. I'm really interested in staying independent because I have so much creative control over what I'm doing right now. And that's so important to me. And um, that's like the, one of the main reasons why I've stayed independent for so long. So um, getting signed is not something that's like on my mind right now. I think right. just reaching people and showing people a different side of me is gonna be really cool. Like you said, like I'm more mature, I'm like growing up a little bit. So to be able to put out music that really reflects where I'm at in my life right now is gonna be really exciting. Okay. How yeah. does mom feel about the, the new visuals in the video? How does she feel about it? She loves it. She works, she worked really, really hard. Like with Tell mom we said hello. Huh? Oh yeah, tell her we said hello. Okay, she's literally right here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She's right there, so she can. So hear wait, me. I got one more. So there's there hasn't been any more water bug incidents, right? No more no. water bugs. Thank God. Oh my. Okay. Goodness. I couldn't handle another water bug incident emotionally. Like so, it would be too much for me. What yeah, yeah. With the water she, so she she missed the water bug story. Here came with the water bug story. <laughs> we came home one day. This was like last year. We came home and there was a water bug in my house and everybody was asleep. So we had to try and figure out how to get it out of the house, like oh, no. not wake anybody up. So it was drama and like my mom hurt her shoulder, so she was using one arm. She slept in the vacuum cleaner. It was yeah, yeah. And this water bug have calf muscles, biceps. They had room real bug. Like, you know, so it, it was an injury involved. It was yeah, serious. In my house. 
crazy. That's horrible. <laughs> yes, it is. It's horrible. Mm-hmm. Man, oh man. So right now, um, with everything that's going on, I'm sure you know you're in California, just like us. Yeah. Um, is there has there been anything that, along with the protests, along with the coronavirus, that has inspired or influenced your music? Um, I think life inspires and influences my music. I feel like I'm always writing about what's going on. It's crazy that like police brutality has um, been been something that I have written about for a long time. I wrote a song called Lion's Den when I was 16 um, and it was about police brutality and it was about um, men that were dying by the hands of police at the time. Um, and then now where we have like this new wave of things happening. I know things have been happening since then, but it's just so crazy that like, I wrote the song five years ago and it still feels so relevant now. Like it still feels like a fight that we have to continue and we have to talk about and sing about, especially in art. I feel like it's really important to address these kind of things because it's my community, you know? Right. Do you ever feel like dropping lines in at some point in time? Because I think it's going to be relevant today still if you drop it. Yeah, we just have to figure out like timing and what we want to put out, what order we want to put stuff out in. But Lion's Den is definitely going to be released. Okay. All right. Yeah. Francis? So, I mean, right now, um, just the scope of music. Um, you mentioned, you know, when you, you, you want to actually drop certain things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, where do you think we are right now as far as music? And what are some of the things you feel as an artist that music needs at this point in time? Um, I feel like, honestly, the, the COVID-19 kind of made it... <clears throat> Like, I feel like a lot of artists are putting out music because we don't have anything to do but, like, sit at home and create. So, in that way, I feel like it was almost kind of a blessing that we have had to kind of sit down. I feel like God is like, everybody sit down and and relax for a second and just kind of reflect. Um, So, as far as where music is going, I think it's just going to get better, honestly, because the more time that I have to myself, the more time that I'm spending at home and just, like, reflecting and thinking about my life, I feel like the better the music is going to get. So, I'm excited to see what's going to happen, like, as we come out of this and as we're starting to be able to go places and do more things where music goes from there. Have you learned anything personally during this COVID-19 that, that you didn't know before or that you took more serious? Definitely. I think uh, COVID made me kind of focus more on my time at home with my family. I feel like everybody kind of like refocused on their family during COVID Mm -hmm. Um, and just kind of realizing that like, prioritizing things and realizing what's important in life you know when everything shuts down and all you have to do is like sit at home and spend time with your family and create like you realize that those are the things that are important anyway so um it's just been like a time of self-reflection i've been trying to like improve on my craft improve my voice and Mm -hmm. just work towards like coming out of covid a better artist than when it started okay I think Kay may, may, may want to segue into a relationship type question. Yes, that was going to be the next thing. They told me um, before we started the interview. That and and, and you title tell him now. Friend. <laughs> <laughs> you have a boyfriend now. I How, do. Is he super active in your music and the whole process and creating the visuals? And does, do you have to get his approval now? Oh, definitely not getting his approval. <laughs> I heard, yeah. <laughs> Hey, he's an independent artist. Yeah, no, I, 
Yeah, but he's amazing. We actually met because he's a videographer and I wanted him to shoot a video for a different song for me and then I ended up liking him. So <laughs> so now we're together and he um, shot the video for my music. Uh, he shot the music video for 405 and it was the first time that like we had worked together professionally and it was so, so cool. He's an amazing filmmaker and just to like go from like creating because we did everything together we did the mood boards together and like we like pulled our ideas and worked with the cinematographer and we pulled it together and my mom and we pulled it together in like a few weeks and he's just he's amazing and it was so cool to be able to work with him because i feel like we just kind of understand each other so when we were on set it was really really cool to be able to have somebody that i trust and just like you know work with him with the movement and everything like that so i'm just excited to see like what the video turns out to be like we're editing it together right now so it'll be out on june uh july 11th with the song but yeah it's, it's wow. been really cool working with them wow that's that's great. Great. awesome she said direct the videos and don't worry about the music i got that <laughs> <laughs> no i have a question real quick mia so at the time when we first interviewed you i remember specifically asking about a relationship question and you were kind of leaning towards, you know, you were focusing on your music and mm -hmm. you didn't have time for a relationship. What was it about, you know, meeting, I guess his name was Tony, right? Yeah. What was it about Tony yeah. that, <laughs> we do our research over here, right? We got the already. <laughs> hey, I didn't give last name, I just said Tony. So what was it about Tony that, you know, kind of made you change your perspective of where you were then to where you are now? Um, I think he's just as focused and as driven as I am. I think that's like the thing that I really like is like we both have our careers and we both have our things that we're doing and we I feel like we just come together and like he pushes me to be better and vice versa. So it doesn't feel like a distraction. It's more of like an amplification of what I already have. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. That's awesome. And another thing I wanted to tell you was I've been popping in and out of your lives. I love to see when you go on IG Live because as an artist, you mentioned right now, all as all as we can do as artists is stay home and just be creative and stay in our creative space. So whenever I see you go on live and, and you're giving your fans new music or you're giving them, you know, um, covers, I think it's so cool. And I just want to commend you for doing that and continue to do that, you know, yeah. um, that's great. Thank you. I yeah, because you just dropped the worship song. I mean, you're doing like worship music on your last post as well. So, you know, you're very eclectic. You just cover all grounds. I really appreciate that as an artist as well. Thank you. I have fun. It's just cool to be able to, because I feel like I listen to so much music and I um have so many different influences i want to be able to do all that i want that's why like i want to have the california dreamer which is like the pop song and the 405 which is the night drive song and then also do like a praise and worship song that i used to sing at church whenever i want mm -hmm. to that's right. i feel like that's also the beauty of being an independent artist i don't have anybody trying to like force me to stay in one little area i can kind of do what i want creatively and i feel like people appreciate the authenticity right. definitely Absolutely. definitely Definitely for sure. So like right now, I would say, what are some of the things we're all at home, right? So mm -hmm. I'm sure we all have come up with our own guilty pleasures. <laughs> what are some of yours? Oh, definitely. I feel like I bake too many sweets and I eat too much sweet food. <laughs> Where is my invite? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> 
Like I already have the worst sweet tooth ever, but now that I have enough time to be at home baking, like I just made brownies at like 10.30. And there's no time. It's cold. So everybody's like, you know, there's no cutoff time. I feel like we're in some sort of like black hole for time. So I was baking brownies at 10.30. My mom was like, it's late for brownies. Mia, I don't don't come out to Orange County often, but I will come to Orange County for some brownies. (laughs) And and I'll ride ride shotgun. I'll I'll ride with you, bro. Yeah. Much sweet food for sure. Yeah. Are you streaming anything right now? Anything on television that you're kind of binge watching? Um, I just what me and my mom binge watched and it's like been our favorite show is Love is Blind. That show is crazy. I'm ready for First of all, I'm a I'm a fan. I am a big fan of Love is Blind. That is a great show. I've never seen it. You've never seen it? Y'all have to watch it. It's so good. It's sucks. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Okay, so what is that about? Basically, it's like a dating show, but they have to, like, they're dating and they can't see each other. That's why it's called Love is Blind. So they put yeah. people in what? this a- <laughs> No, listen to it. Listen to it. Go ahead. Break it down, Mia. Yeah. <laughs> what, you got a blindfold on? What <laughs> no, no. They put people in these pods and it's supposed to be like they're falling in love with each other, like, just based off of personality and they're to propose while they're in the pods and then see each other after they have proposed. And yes. so it takes like them on the journey of like being in the pods and like getting to know each other and just talking for hours and then proposing and then finally having that face to face and like seeing if you're attracted to the person and then seeing if the relationship works after yeah. you're engaged. Yeah, which- they go yeah. They go on like they go from the they go from the pods of not seeing each other, then they meet and then, you know, then they ask them to marry each other or whatnot. And then they have their honeymoon. And after the honeymoon, yeah. they live together. So you got to follow them through this whole, almost like a 24-hour period of their lives to yeah. see at the end of the day, will they ask the person to marry them? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of it's kind of crazy. It's like, is love truly blind? You like the personality. You like the thoughts. Mm-hmm. You believe them in their religion. So many different things. But their appearance may be something that kind of, you know, distracts you from who they really are as a person. So it's, a, it's really a good show. Great. So let me, yeah, interesting. Let me ask you this. Since you guys both watch the show, has it ever been a guy or a girl that's like, <laughs> let's just keep talking. I don't know about how you're looking right now. <laughs> I've never been in a pod before, so I can't answer that. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know that I've ever experienced that. I haven't really dated a lot. I've just been making my music. So. Got it. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no, but... <laughs> she got she got no. She got me. No, but for, for the show, but for the show, like on the show, does does that happen with the guests that are on the show, like the guys and the girls? Do you guys? No, 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 no. They they basically, you know, they kind of go oh, through the whole weird. ritual of the honeymoon and stuff like that. They may not be like, you know, like any type of romance that may happen, but they kind of go through the process of everything to wait and see if she will marry him if he asks her. Oh, wow. Yeah. Or or if he will marry her, vice versa. So crazy. I I have a favorite couple too. Uh, I just can't remember. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'll bet you your favorite couple, I don't know their names, but it's the the black girl and the white guy. I knew it. I knew it. (laughs) Yeah, that's my favorite couple. Black I love them. What's oh, the- they're the best. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna watch it. He yeah. like he like a John, like a six four John B or something like that. So he's a, <laughs> oh my god, yeah, he, he, he's a cool. That. So he's I mean, singing. he don't, he's not singing like John B, but he do rap. I think he does rap. Oh, he so. raps. So yeah, he, yeah, okay. He's a cool guy. He's a cool guy. Yeah. They got a white chocolate on the show. <laughs> yeah, he white chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, so, great show, great show. So Mia, before we get out of here, of course, um, we always, you know, last time we talked to you, I know we had a really good time at Lion City Studios. But, you know, being that you already know us already and you're like luminary family to us, yeah. you know, what are, what are some questions that linger in your mind about luminary sounds that you're like, I wish I asked them this? Ooh, I would like to know, like, how you guys are, like, feeling with the COVID and how that has affected, you know, the, what you're doing and how you're interviewing people and everything that you guys have going on. It's been, Thank God for the it's been greatness. It's been greatness. Really? It has. You know why it has? It's because there are so many artists that need a platform and they need to be heard. Mm -hmm. And they reach out to us literally daily. And we have to kind of fit we have to kind of filter out who who's serious about their craft, who really is, you know, working hard at what they want. And it gives us uh, like a smorgasbord of artists to, to work with. I mean, okay. it's been, Kawea did like a six week interviews every, every single Monday. Yeah. And you are our fourth interview in a week. Right. So okay. we, haven't, we haven't been booming like that, but I think it's been great because like you said, it gives people a time to work on their craft, you know, perfect their craft. And that's what people are doing. The yeah. ones that are serious about, you know, their, their, their gift. That's amazing. I'm proud of you guys. I'm glad. Oh, thank you so much. I don't know how they feel, but that's how I feel. No, yeah. I agree. And I just, I'm glad that we have technology to be able to help us still continue to do what we're doing. Because if we didn't have the different platforms as far as technology wise, then we would just be just kind of sitting here. So technology has helped a lot. Yep. Definitely. Um, so yeah, my next single is called 405 and it's about <laughs> kind of the liberation and the excitement of leaving a toxic, heavy relationship and coming out feeling a lot better and a lot lighter. Um, so yeah, I'm just super, super excited to show people a different side and, and put out this new song. This is the beginning of a lot of new music, so it should be really fun. Bravo. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, without further ado, thank, thank you for coming in and hanging out with us today at Luminary Sounds. Mia Sarah, y'all. Mia Sarah, y'all. So this, Junior Leto, I'm out. And tell your mom, watch out for them water bugs. Okay. <laughs> you heard you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Always a pleasure. And de definitely thank you for ch uh, checking in. Whenever you have anything new at all, like, you know, Junior said, you know, definitely, you know, email us, contact us. We're, we're here for you all the time, and it was a pleasure speaking with you today. And enjoy your weekend. Yes, Thank you so Thanks. much. I really, really appreciate you guys. You guys are awesome. Have a great weekend. All right, bye-bye.